it's it's going to be hard for the U.S. soccer president to go out. Any president to just step into the void and say, "I'm for promotion relegation." Although I think somebody should. I think I really think that's where things will change in this country. Uh, and it's a hard thing to say, but I've been well, on this. Why would they do it when every single owner of Major League Soccer is going to laugh at them? Because it's not just about 20 owners or 22 mm -hmm. owners of Major League Soccer. they got to get the reins back. 100%. The Federation has to be leading the Federation. One thing I would like to, to touch base on is the idea of that game in Trinidad. You say, we needed a draw, and we should know how to get a draw. But if you look at the players that were on that field, how many of those players... The 11, 12, 13 players have played in a meaningful game that has the pressure of that game and a result that you know you had to have. Okay, so look at MLS, NASL, USL. They have one championship game. You have maybe three or four playoff games, right? But if you have something like promotion relegation, which is the topic of conversation for everyone, right? Now, you not only have these playoff games and finals, right? Mm -hmm. Now, if you have another three or four of the bottom teams in each of those leagues that are f having just as meaningful, if not more meaningful games, because they're trying to stay up, right? Knowing what it takes in a situation like that in Trinidad to get a draw. or You know what I mean? Yeah, so although one of the guys that had that experience was sitting on the bench, and he's been rather vocal since then. Right. And I think, well, well, maybe not arrogance, say, though, there was a blindness. I think the United States leadership, Bruce Arena on up, just figured eventually something would fall their way just because we've been there since 1990. But, and I'll agree with you, that didn't happen, and they paid the price. Hunter brings up the bigger picture here, and it's something that really bothered me around the time. If you go back a few months, say, for example, Paul Ariola comes back from playing in Europe, has options elsewhere, signs with DC United. DC United, a team that had no chance of making the playoffs at that point, knowing that the remaining couple of months of the season, it's a bit of a doddle. Then you go into an off-season. Then there's a big game that he has to be part of, and, and a game before that as well that was crucial for the men's national team to make the World Cup. Tim Howard, part of a Colorado Rapids team, you cannot tell me that's optimal preparation. You can say the same thing about Altidore and Michael Bradley as well, coming back, big bucks, Toronto. Well, sure, they won MLS. in a championship no, but, game. But, but at the same big, point, it's nowhere near, in some ways, like he's saying, you get more of that backbone, that spine, that, that grit that you need in a game like this, fighting for survival. And if Michael Bradley had stayed in Serie A, and admittedly there was nowhere near the money to stay in Europe as there was in Toronto, but you're fighting for survival. And that's part of the problem, by the way. Oh, absolutely. It's getting bonuses, getting your, your wage package But again, that's the whole point. MLS is involved in promoting MLS, yeah. making an MLS team successful. And if they weren't, they should be fired. But the Federation has allowed itself to be dominated by MLS and MLS interests. And again, not a criticism necessarily on MLS. MLS should be doing that. They've got to promote their own interests. It's Commissioner Garber's job to promote Major League Soccer. So he's not the one who's going to go out and say, we should have promotion relegation. You know, that should be the Federation saying, we should have promotion relegation. The Federation's supposed to be, they're a member of FIFA, we're supposed to be playing soccer. Okay? Promotion relegation is a, a critical part of, uh, of, of soccer around the world. I think India and Australia are the only countries that don't have it. Do we want to be more like India or Australia, or do we want to be more like Germany? So Germany has more restrictions on promotion and relegation uh, than, than... Hold the, on, though. You, you've dealt as a commissioner as well. Mm -hmm. And this is the one concern I think you were talking about in regards to Major League Soccer. You can say that all you want. You can draw up the game plan. You can even come up with the logistics. And you know as soon as you put that thing and try and put it into action, there will be 20 lawyers standing outside the office 
basically saying this isn't what you agreed to, this isn't what we signed up for. So does someone have the pockets that are deep enough, the convictions that are deep enough, or perhaps the plan that will satisfy Major League Soccer to overcome those arguments? Because I agree, until we get promotion relegation, which in my mind is a lot closer than it ever was, but it's still probably a decade to two decades in the future, until we get to the point where we can afford to lose a billionaire owner and replace him with someone that is basically funding a team out of his pocket, um, I think that we are going to struggle. I think once we get into the point where you are rewarded for your successes and punished for your failures, it's only going to be better for everyone. But these teams have found a way to make money where players like this can earn a living, hopefully a better living in the future, but they found a way to get it to work. How do we tweak that rather than just throw it away? Well, I think there needs to be a discussion. Right now there's not being a discussion mm -hmm. because one side of it is very close-minded to it, as they would be until the Federation can use their bully pulpit, as you termed it, to lead. Mm -hmm. and actually lead, which is what I think the Federation has been critically missing. Very little leadership over the course of, of, of recent events, and we've had tremendous growth, right? But I don't think that's necessarily on the backs of the Federation. That's been on the backs of the players, frankly. You know, Landon Donovan scoring an amazing goal in, in, in uh, 2010. Mm -hmm. Huge movement in this country. Abby Wambach scoring an amazing goal in 2011 to keep us in, in that game in 2011 in, in the Women's World Cup. Carly Lloyd and, and the women, the 2015 team, the 99ers, having mm -hmm. those amazing moments. You know, it's been the players that have really been the tent poles of growth. Things like that, the broadcast that we talked about, the increased exposure, FIFA soccer, the video games, even. It's the increasing the awareness. So I don't know that it's been the federation's leadership necessarily that's led us to this growth. Maybe if they stepped into that void now, we, we can get some better results. And Rishi, one of the things that I think we don't talk about enough when it comes to, say, promotion relegation, those two buzzwords that everyone throws out, is the scouting. And Stephanie, if you have a chance for a smaller team to grow up within the ranks and get promoted, you're going to unearth some real talent in areas that aren't even being looked at, I'm sure. Right. And while everyone was talking about that, I was just thinking, as a player, how different it is to have if we were to have promotion relegation versus if you don't, because I'm sure Hunter can attest to the same thing, but you get very comfortable. You know, if you're not being pushed, you get very comfortable. You know, you're making a nice salary. Not for us, but more so <laughs> in that sense. Um, you know, you get so comfortable and you're not being pushed. And then it relies on, okay, well, I want to be a starter versus a non-starter, and that's kind of the only push. But I think, you know, if there's really some sense of fear instilled into players that says, you know what, if we're not doing well and we're not committing fully to this and we're going to get relegated, you know, and I think what comes with that is communities getting around teams, you know, 100%. so imagine, exactly. imagine teams in the lower leagues that finally get their chance to go into a big league. Well, They're it's the U ecstatic. US Open Cup is the perfect example right. on the men's side. Right. And so people, people are ecstatic and they want to get around it, you know, and that's, that doesn't necessarily mean that the team that's getting relegated is going to lose all their fans unless they're, you know, very fair with their fans. But I don't know. I think for me as a player, I, I think it's huge to have something pushing you that much and would drive you even more to be the best you can be. And then what comes from that is a great product of soccer, you know, yeah, be, be everyone trying their absolute hardest. Before we move on from this topic, Rishi, is there a realistic goal with promotion relegation in mind? Is there a realistic um, plan in place or anything at all that could convince the public that this is the way to go forward? We can get the owners of MLS on board. Maybe I've even thought before that if you had one playoff, 
say, between the second tier and the first tier. One playoff spot. So let's say it's LA Galaxy last year, or whether it be DC United the year before, go up against a Cosmos, for example. She's telling Phil Ancher she's going to the second division. No, you have a playoff. A nationally you would invest more. It would lead to him to invest more there in are all of his ones. resources. Stan Kroenke, on the other hand, who was in the relegation zone, might have just walked, said, you know what, forget it, I'll just put all the money into Arsenal. He, he might have done that, but if he has an asset he, and there was an, an ability to have promotion and relegation, I think you increase the stability of all leagues because now there's somebody who's going to take in money and invest it into a lower division club and with the hopes of moving them up. Yeah, they may get relegated, and so then there may be a turnover in ownership, but you see that anyway. There's turnover in ownership already. I mean, right now the system with closed leagues that we have, it's not working. We just had the Boston Breakers fold. Uh, we've got a mess in Columbus. We just had which, Nashville put 150 million bucks on the table. You could say it's a we, false we economy. Do. We do, but it's an economy. It's, no, I'm not. I'm not saying it's a, necessarily a false economy. There's a demand for it, and so if people. ML, Nashville's putting 150 million dollars to pay to MLS. Okay, I, that's a, a great for MLS. Is it great for soccer? I don't know. Uh, I, I don't really think so. Uh, but you're going to have that investment across multiple clubs. I mean, right now, you've got amazing stories in Detroit with Detroit City FC playing in the MPSL. Absolutely. Getting 5,000 people a game for an amateur game. And the way that the Detroit City FC mm -hmm. owners, uh, the owners, five guys, five entrepreneurs, started this club in their garage. Uh, they started it as a way to engage the community in soccer, to really connect neighborhoods. It's an amazing story. Uh, they don't have a place to go because of the professional league standards that U.S. soccer has set up. So where U.S. soccer has used its leadership, they've created these anti-competitive standards that limit competition and limit growth. And that's, I think, really the big problem. So can there be a reasonable way to, uh, that the public would engage with? Absolutely. The public is engaging with promotion and relegation right now. The vast majority of soccer fans in this country are fans of promotion and relegation because they're fans of La Liga. They're fans of the Champions League, which has promotion and relegation in a different way. Mm -hmm. They're fans of the, the English Premier League. They're not fans of our domestic leagues, and that's a huge problem. And, Rishi, my biggest takeaway from being in Orlando at the election was get involved. For fans out there that are wondering why, you know, someone from within, a Carlos Cordero, why is it the same? The establishments are being promoted from within. Get involved, whether it be your local club, your local uh, state association, whatever it may be, because there was an awful lot of elder people in thankless jobs around this country doing jobs that were probably easily convinced for whatever reason, for maybe a reason that would benefit themselves and their community, their state association. So it's a case of, you know, faceless eggs on Twitter. You know, get off the internet and go do something about it on the ground. Yeah, I'm getting back to their point about promotion relegation and Phil saying, you know, Nashville just paid $150 million. But if you look at the vast majority of MLS owners, what they bought in for, it was five, $10 million. Look at Toronto FC, when they came in, it was $10 million. So I hear a lot of people say, why would an owner who paid $150 million sign up for promotion relegation? Well, of course, at that standpoint, you're, you're gonna need some, you're gonna need to know that if you go down, that there's some type of balloon Golden payment. parachute. Exactly. But if you look at the, the leagues, uh, the teams as a whole in MLS, a majority of the owners did not pay anywhere close to that. And then even if you look at, I had this conversation with a, a friend yesterday, you look at the owners of Nashville, they paid 150 million, right? But if you look at any other league, NFL, uh, NBA, what are they gonna have to pay if they can find a team, mm -hmm. right? A billion. Which, uh, easy, a billion. So what, 150 million? for a chance to grow something 
a little bit more organically and you see the soccer side is just trending upwards in America, or you wait and hope that you can find a baseball team, uh, a football team, a basketball team, and now you're spending one, two billion dollars. The, the risk for them, of course it makes sense, 150 million is nothing for, for an owner. Because you have someone like the Wilfs uh, from Minnesota Vikings that have bought in, mm -hmm. right? That's nothing for them. So Arthur Blank in Atlanta. Yeah. Falcons. But again, why? Because they see potential for profit on the other side. There's nothing wrong with profit. You let it be invested back into the game. And I think there's a lot of things with the business plans in soccer that have gone wrong. Rather than just throwing stuff away and saying promotion relegation now, find some way to get this to work and to try er tie everyone in together.